We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Welcome to episode number 113 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I've been around the video game industry for a long time. I've written at places like Pixelkin and IGN. I'm also the mom of a five-year-old. I am joined by fellow mom Regina McMenemy, who is from the Geek Embassy and is the mother of a three-year-old. Hi, Regina. Hello. Happy autumn. And yes, yes, happy <laughs> autumn. Exactly. It's October, which means it's it's officially okay to be... Um, Starting to celebrate Halloween. Halloween, yes. Yes. Officially okay. Unlike, decorations um, out. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, I, I think our, our grocery store started carrying Halloween stuff literally like a week after the 4th of July. What? I was like, are you kidding me? Wow. Like, seriously? Okay. So, yeah, I know. Exactly. Um, okay. And also joined by Stephen Deutzman, who is editor and founder of EngageFamilyGaming.com and the father of three kids. Hey, Stephen. Hello. How's How are going? you? Okay. Um, we were all sick. Oh, oh, no. So, yeah. Back to school sick. Yay. That's totally I think it's first Boy Scout camping oh. trip of the fall sick. I'm not really okay. sure. But we're all, we're all, yeah, we're all doing our thing. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Doing our Aww. sick thing. Everything's I'm fine. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised. Um, I was kind of expect I should be knocking on all the wood now, but I was expecting to get sick within like the first week that Anna <laughs> went to kindergarten. I was um, because she doesn't get sick, but she I always get sick when she's in a new environment. So it hasn't <laughs> happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. I don't. And you went to Geek Girl Con. And I went to Geek Girl Con. Although honestly, oh. um, since it's only Tuesday for the audience, we've switched our recording date, which means. You'll probably have the uh, podcast a day earlier as well, maybe two days earlier. It just depends on when I have time. Um, but yeah, but I don't think that that would have had time to um, incubate incubate yet <laughs> from Geek Girl Con. Yeah, so, it would depend uh, on if you had been exposed early or late, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Geek Girl Con was cool. Um, the Bug Chicks were back, which Yay. was awesome. They remembered Anna from last year oh, because awesome. she, was, she was such a nut. Uh, but it's funny when we went up back up there, like, uh, Isaac came with us this year. Uh, he didn't go last year. Um, and so we went over to the, they are in part of the, the DIY science zone, which mm-hmm. is a place where kids can do little science experiments and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's where they were. And, uh, so we went over there and one of the, the gals had like a tarantula, like crawling up her, her shoulder and onto her chest. And Isaac was like, Whoa, look at that. And then like, she put that tarantula away and she looked at Anna. She's like, I know you really want to touch something, but we'll get to that in just a minute. And then she showed us this, um, it was a baby spider. Some, I think where she showed it to us from Argentina or something, I don't even remember, but it was blue. It was oh, like wow. a bright blue, like tarantula-ish type thing that was small. That's um, crazy. But she said when, it, this is insane, she said when it grows up, its head's going to turn one color, its body's going to turn another color, its legs will turn another, like it was like, it just looked like a, a rainbow. rainbow. Yeah, and I was like, wow. look at that, Anna, a rainbow spider. It's like right up your alley. Wow. Uh, but it was it was funny too when the when the uh, I don't remember their names unfortunately, when she had that one out sort of crawling up her arm, that thing did not want to go back into its container. It took her <laughs> a good 3 minutes to actually get it back into its container. So um so that was funny. 
but then she she brought contained. out yeah she brought out this big beetle thing and uh anna got to touch that so nice that was fun awesome. and then also you know um if you if the kids do all of those activities and maybe it's not all of them maybe 10 of them they have a little punch card mm-hmm. they punch for each activity that they do so anna won um the the raffle for that oh nice which was really cool awesome yeah. i know she's getting picked for everything she got picked to you know partake participate in a show at disneyland now she won right this. just that's wow. great yeah yeah so she got it's like this little i forget what it's called it's some sort of light type experiment thing we haven't opened it yet i'm sure isaac's gonna do it with her yeah um but yeah so so that was that was a lot of fun um uh, visited my friend Jody, my fa- fantasy flight friend. They were demoing um, Fallout at the show. I didn't get a chance to oh. play it, but but they were demoing Fallout. So. That's cool. She yeah. could, your your friend who demos for one of the biggest board game companies in the world <laughs> couldn't yes. get you a demo of Fallout. No, well she almost we almost she almost demoed it for me at her house a couple weeks ago when I went there. We ended up just chatting instead of instead of actually playing something because it was funny i'm like sitting at her table because that's how board game nights work you don't understand that's like literally how it is yeah yeah Yeah. welcome to board game fandom yeah i know but like having to learn a complicated game oh no no you're Mm -hmm. you just described board game nights (laughs) like this is what happens the standard issue procedure is you invite people over to play board games you pick board games Everybody gets there, you spend a few minutes, you know, getting everybody together, you socialize, you talk, then the hard part, which is figuring out what game to play, and then by the time you've figured out what game to play, everybody goes home. That's board game oh, night okay. for the vast majority of the people who play. Um, the, only re- the only way I've avoided that is um, because one of my writers, Linda, is um, rather forceful. <laughs> okay and so she just makes it happen uh yeah but if it wasn't for uh, her we would just schedule board game nights and nothing would ever get played yeah yeah so when i was at her house she drops this box in front of me that says like game of thrones something or other and i was like Ugh. she's like no 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 don't get too excited <laughs> so she opened it up for me and she's like you know here and i like i looked at some of the pieces and then i recognized the uh the very distinctive fallout uh font and sort of style she's like there's the fallout game and uh you know we were gonna play i mean those most of those games are hard to play with two people anyhow yeah Um, but but we were going to play it and we just didn't because you know talking and stuff yep pretty much stuff what happened That's okay, literally um, the demise of most of my board game nights, so yeah. I get well, it. Chris is, Chris is that person for our group. He's like, let's play a game. And so if we get too like, wrapped up in conversation, he just brings a game out and starts setting it up. And then we're like, oh, this is what we're playing. Okay. <laughs> we'll play that's it. That's it. Nice. That's it. That's you what. Just have that's to what. Have somebody who does that. <laughs> that's what Linda will do. Fortunately, ours is a little bit more directed by nature. The fact that when we get people together, it's because we need to play games for review. So we actually right. have work uh, that needs to get done. Right. But if it wasn't for that, forget about it. We'd be screwed. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So, what else is going on with you guys, Regina? What's up with you? I'm attempting to survive the semester. <laughs> oh. It's midterms, yeah. and my students are grumpy, oh, no. and everybody's yeah. uh, really um, distant and difficult right now. So I'm <laughs> trying to figure out how to tap dance more effectively to keep their engagement 
Uh, and it's making me want to pull my hair out. Yeah. So in case any of my students actually listen to this podcast, <laughs> you're slowly <laughs> killing me. <laughs> oh, nice. But nice. it's lovely weather right now. I, I love fall weather. I love mm-hmm. everything about fall. So it was, you know, 40 degrees this morning and it's 72 right now. So yeah. Score. Yeah, it's been really nice yeah. here, too. So, um, again, I love fall. Some of my yep. friends, um, especially the ones that have lived here, like, the whole time, like, they never lived in any sort of climate where it got hot, like, really hot. They, like, love those hot summer days, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I am <laughs> I am done with these. Give me fall. I <laughs> suffered through this living in the Midwest for 18 years. So, yeah, I'm done. Yep. I, I I moved to Seattle for this nice weather. Yep. Um, which it, it, in, by their de- definition is not nice weather. Right. It's okay weather. But right. It's, nice, I, it's, nice it's weather. pretty much the same in Portland, where you know yeah. the, you know there are many people. Who, I don't mind the warm days. I like because I feel like the the summer is so short here. I'm like, okay, yeah. I can I can okay, we can we can have hot for a month. I'm good with that. And this year was pretty much what we got lovely yeah. summer yeah. where it was like 73 to 75 yeah. for like six weeks and then yeah. it went to like 100 and so and then yeah i know boys. yeah it was so, it was so too bad. hot of course yeah. steven is like laughing at us he's like because you know you got yeah winter. winter's actually coming where steven lives it is, yeah, it is winter it... here is really just fall with lots of rain <laughs> yeah yeah, we yeah. did get snow twice last year. We did, yes. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, so. twice. I hate that. I have to, uh, <laughs> this weekend. I have to check on my snowblower. Get ready. And I have ready to. to uh, we actually have to get no repairs prefers. on it because the uh, pull cord ripped last year. So we got to do some of that. Plus, so in the same weekend, I have to do both yard work and snowblower maintenance. So, you know, welcome to Connecticut. Um, you know. <laughs> It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Um, I would like to lament one thing uh, to the okay. listeners, because I know the two of you won't give any shits. Um, <laughs> this is the worst fantasy football season of my entire life. <laughs> um, I am in five different fantasy football leagues, and every week I go one in five, and none of them are the same <laughs> team that wins. So um, I'm, uh, I'm not happy, and that's all. I just want to... Um, I am, I'm, I just, I'm, I am plagued with injuries and all of my, uh, risks were, uh, bad. So anyone who plays fantasy football, um, at me and, uh, send me your support because this is my year to be terrible at fantasy football. <laughs> I know that the two of you don't care because you don't care about sports ball to begin with, let alone <laughs> fantasy sports ball. <laughs> Which takes it to a whole nother level. Actually, I like fantasy sports ball better just because it amuses me that jocks can play D&D and not know it. Oh, <laughs> here's the thing. They know. They know. <laughs> um, there's a guy at my work who was who is my commissioner for fantasy football, and he, for the longest time, denied that he was a giant dork. And um, I was like, bruh. Shame. I was like, bruh, listen. I mean... This is, this is, this is just, this is just as bad as everything I do. Um, and he denied it for a long time. And I was like, listen, I don't know the average 
armor class for a beholder in fifth edition. But you know the batting average for like the third yep. baseman for the New York Yankees for the last <laughs> five years. So that's just as dorky as right. the stuff that I do. You, yeah. And you know what? I dress up like an elf in the woods. You go to like an urban area wearing pinstripes. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I guess you're right. And I'm like, no, I am number one, because I am me and I don't do wrong. Um, oh. But second, that's super dorky. It's super dorky. <laughs> I mean, it's dorky. I'm not saying it's bad. You do you, but you can't. He, I'm like, you can't call me a giant nerd and then do that. You just can't. Yeah. And so he doesn't right. anymore. I owned him. Just complete <laughs> and total own a nation. That's the word. Nice. If it were in the fighting game community, you would say that I bodied him. That's the oh. that's the that's the word for the true word for the day. Bodied, which Body, basically okay. means I beat him up. I beat him up okay. badly. In case you oh, were curious. Okay. Yeah, our Sesame Street word of the day. Your Sesame Street um, word of the day is bodied. We should do that every week. I'll we I'll come should. up with a new word. I like it. um okay so video games i mean we were just talking about sports that's a game too but video games um xbox one's groove music program is going away i don't know anybody who actually used groove music that would be part of the problem yeah yeah i was thinking Um, that too yeah so um so as you may have guessed spotify will be replacing the groove music um and that is going to happen. Well, you already have Spotify. You can already use Spotify. Yeah. Um, but the Groove Music Service is closing down um, at the end of this year on December thirty first. So, so there's that. I don't use my Xbox One for music really at all. Um, Do they even so. have the music that you listen to on available on any of the services available on the Xbox? Who knows? I never even looked at them. <laughs> I'm guessing probably no. Probably no. I mean, I, I, that's not what I use my Xbox for. I mean, we use it for games. We use it to watch um, uh, television and stuff. We just have never used it for music. Regina, she's just for... totally deflected my joke. <laughs> she just totally was like, you know what, Steve, screw your joke. I'm just going <laughs> to pretend like you didn't even do it. Uh, yeah, but that's yeah. the thing. <laughs> she totally did. That's I recognize... I I'm just saying, game recognized game. You set it up, and she ignores it. Yeah, that sounds like that sounds like literally every interaction I've ever had with a woman, all of them. So, well, you anyway. have three kids, so some of them must have been successful. I mean, yeah, literally three. Anyway, um, so um, so yeah, Groove got shut down. I'm not. I I didn't even know Groove still existed. Um, it, but that's fine. I mean, nope. good for them. Get rid of the yeah. stuff that's in. Get rid of the yeah. stuff that's ineffectual. I'm fine. This is great. I, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Just replace it with something good. They need to. They need yeah. to. This is like the last vestiges of the Xbox One all-in-one entertainment system nonsense that mm. ruined the Xbox One to start with. Just shut up. Make games. That's how PS4 is doing its thing. Just be a lean, mean yeah. gameplay machine. And I don't know. Make people make more games for it because for real, Isaac can't do all of it. <laughs> I mean, he's a talented guy. I've got tons of respect for him. He literally can't be the entire first party army for Microsoft Xbox. He can't. He's he's a great dude. I don't want him to be upset with me. But he can't no. be the only guy. And this year he was pretty much the only guy. 
Oh, no. His peeps. I mean, he, he represents all of that company to me. Yeah. Like, they're it. Like, it's them and Forza <laughs> just kind of staring everybody down. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Nintendo first party is like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> it's just, it's just bad. Anyway, so more, less money being pumped into Groove, more money being pay, pumped into getting used, like, actually good games. Yes. Yes. Sounds great. Um, yeah. Um, so other Xbox One news, the game gifting feature um, is live now for some people. If you have the Xbox Insider Tester program, you can use this feature. Um, they announced a while ago that this was going to be coming. I don't think it says for sure. Uh, Speaking I mean, of things we didn't though. know, I didn't know you couldn't do this. <laughs> I mean, I never tried, but it just never occurred to me that it was a thing you couldn't do is buy it and give right. the license to somebody. Good on them for doing the thing that I just assumed they always had done. Well, can you do that on PlayStation? You can do it on Steam. You can do it I don't know Steam. that you can't oh, yeah, do it. On, I didn't know that you couldn't do it on PlayStation. Well, now I'm disappointed that you can't do it on PlayStation. I didn't. <laughs> most, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It never occurred to me to buy games for other people because most of the people that I know either have the games that they want or have more than they need. So buying games for people yeah. is just kind of like, eh. Right. You know, like. The only thing I would do is buy games for people that were, like, on sale to troll them. Like, I would buy you Final Fantasy games. Like, frankly, <laughs> I'm going to put that in my notebook of things to do. <laughs> Isaac would be like, why do you... It's like, why do you keep getting Final Fantasy games added to your profile? And you'd be like, damn it, Steve. <laughs> and then I'll be like, hey, Isaac, look at this. Look, Steve has, has very lovingly gifted us this game that you can now go play with Anna. You know what? And That's fine. I don't have anything to do with it. That's fine. I'll be the, um, you know, I'll be like that cool guy from across the country that sends them family. It's like it's like getting them like a MakerBox subscription only instead of a MakerBox or something. It's just it's a Final games. Fantasy game. Fantasy. It's fine. They finished, um, speaking of which, they finished, finished 10-2 um, yesterday. Wow. So they're the first and people so- on Earth to do so. <laughs> um, but Anna was so upset. When it was over, she's like, I want to play it again. I want to play it again. And so they started the new game plus and uh, we Skype with Isaac's mom like once a week. And so we were Skyping with her last night and Anna's like, we started a new game plus. And I'm like, honey, grandma does not know what that means. Not in any way, shape or form. Did grandma surprise you? <laughs> no. Oh, man. Because sometimes. She says what to Final Fantasy. So. Oh. You know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So is that your mom or Isaac's mom? No, it's Isaac's mom. How does Isaac's mom... Well, I mean, you know what? I don't know. Because, like, he makes those things. You would think... (laughs) I know, exactly. She asks him all the time if he's still working on Halo. Oh, that's so cute. No, I don't get a new job. (laughs) Does she say, are you still working on the Halo? Does she say the Halo? No, no, no. She doesn't say the Halo. Because that would be... That would would be great. That would be super adorbs i think it's cute it's fine are you still working on the halos are you still working on the internet are you still working on the internet um you know what bravo for your daughter getting excited about stuff although it's just fun it's really funny that she got real excited about final fantasy 10 2 and that's her first new game plus like that one uh but i guess it's the first final fantasy game with a new game plus so Oh, is it really? I think I it might know. be. But it's the you know, I, I definitely think there's like the girl, the girl, girl stuff happening there because the, the no, characters I, are all girls. Listen, so. 
that game is not. I, I I talk a bunch of junk about it, but the reality is the. I, and I will say this until the day I die: the only reason people deride that game is because they called them dress fears, and people are stupid. Like right. if they called them job spheres, which is what they yeah. freaking were, no one would have had a single problem with it because. It was just the story was fine. I mean, it wasn't going to change the universe, but it was fine. And the characters were neat and the character designs were cool. Like, whatever. Yeah. It, but people are like, eh, dress fears. It might as well be just a dress up game. And I'm like, well, I mean, dude, it came out of Japan. Like, listen, <laughs> like, yeah. like, it could have been so much worse. So yeah. like, just chill. And just, I don't know. I liked what I played of it. So I'm. Yeah. I haven't finished it. But only because I was, I have issues. But like, it's not that bad. And for a like a five year old girl, that's like yeah. perfect. Because it's like dress up and Final Fantasy. It's like she's totally like the cross section of what right. little five year old girls want that happen to enjoy Final Fantasy. Yeah, I'm totally it's down funny. with it. It's funny at KikroCon, um, someone was cosplaying as Yuna. Um, but she wasn't like full on cosplaying. Like she had like the Yuna outfit, but she didn't have like a wig or anything. She had like long hair that was just like normally, you know. God, step your designed. game up, chick. Gosh. <laughs> Separately, um, so so Anna like like well Isaac and I saw her like across the um the aisle because I was buying my cool little dragon print that I got. Um, and I was like, oh look, you, you bought know, dragon right stuff at Geek Girl Con. I know. I brought this really cool. I typically don't buy art at these places, but there is this really awesome um, dragon art. It's like uh -huh. a I saw it. Like, I was just like making a, a dragon joke because, of course, dragon. you bought dragon stuff at Key Girl Con. I typically I don't buy. I really was not, you know, ready to really buy anything. Like I was walking around, I was looking for people that were doing some maybe some kind of cool Wonder Woman type art, and there wasn't any of that. That was like, well, I mean, there are a lot of people doing Wonder Woman art, but none of it was kind of like my. Forte. I didn't. I didn't think any of it was like that great. But then I went past this T-shirt place, which is T-shirts with just like cursive slogans on them, like a whole bunch of different ones. And I'm looking through there, like, you know, I saw Mother of Dragons, and I'm like, yeah, Game of Thrones, that's cool, but that 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 saying is just kind of, you know, boring. Uh, <laughs> but then I saw a T-shirt that said "Be a Dragon," yes. and I'm like, yes, that yes. is the one that I want. So. Yep. Um, so yeah, I got that one. Anyhow, all right. So that's enough for Geek Con. <laughs> Back to video games. So Andrew House, who has been the head of PlayStation, is stepping down. Uh, it doesn't always mean anything, but he's he's been there for a long ass time. Yeah, long ass time through the entire um, uh, launch and whatnot of the PlayStation Four, which has been very successful, obviously. So it's hard to to tell sometimes if um if that is due to a certain person sort of working on it or if those people are really just figureheads and it doesn't make any difference. So um but we'll see. So he's been there a long time. He is stepping down. He's going to be around for a year uh to see the transition um for the new guy who is uh John Codera. Yeah. So so yeah, so it's we'll certainly see. not a punishment for anything. The PlayStation right. is one of the best consoles of all time. Yes, and PlayStation yeah. VR, for all intents and purposes, has not been great, but it certainly hasn't been bad. So I'm sure that he's just, right. you know, it's just time. It's just, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's see what else. Stardew Valley. 
It's coming to the Switch this week. Yep. Are you getting it, Steve? Yeah. Um, you are? Okay. Yeah. Um, as soon as I found out that it was coming to the Switch, I literally just abandoned it on my laptop. I was like, no, this is not where I want to play this. Um, <laughs> the... Um, I mean, it's going to be 15 bucks. Uh, this yeah. has been quite the saga for people who have been following it because the developer has been very active on Twitter talking about like where they have been in the development process. So it's been kind of interesting, actually, um, to kind of for people who pay attention and don't just rage on the Internet about game development. You know, people who actually are like, I don't want to say students because that implies way too much about my learning process. But like people who pay attention <laughs> and are yeah, my maybe people who are trying to be mindful. I think that sounds right. Does that sound OK, Regina? Yes. Mindful. I'm yeah. trying to be mindful of the development process. This has been going on for a long ass time, right? Like this game has been yeah. mostly ready. It's been dealing with cert and all sorts of stuff. And they were just like, hey, it's approved. And guess what? It's coming out like a week later. Peace. And <laughs> yeah. um, I think that's awesome. Um, it's really, yeah. really neat to kind of see that to show how long it takes for certification. Yeah. Because a lot of people assume that that just is seconds and you just hit file, save as and publish it to the store. And it's like, no, no, no platform yeah. holders are not valve. Um, these <laughs> right. games need to be made sure that they don't destroy things. And so yeah. it's pretty exciting. Um, I'm going to play it. I think that the switch might be the definitive place to play it for me, at least uh, just because, yeah. you know, I don't expect myself to play it for like constantly, but to be mm -hmm. able to just, whenever I'm kind of bored, hop in, do a couple of days and call it a day. I think that's how I will use it. Um, mm -hmm. The only better place to put it would be on my phone, which I'm sure is next. Mm, yeah. I'm sure right, a mobile yeah. port is coming up soon. Yeah. Um, but the co-op play I'm pretty excited about because um, the switch is, a great co-op platform and it's got local co-op. And so I like the idea of farming with my wife. Oh, <laughs> nice. that's awesome. It really that's is good. just another vector with which for her to tell me what to do and have yeah. me follow orders, but that's fine. That's She'd okay. Like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I didn't yeah. appreciate it in some way, we wouldn't be married. Right. Right. Uh, on that multiplayer note, the switch is actually getting multiplayer before everything else yeah, which is well, notable as well so that probably was negotiated as part of the deal like my, i would be i would not be surprised if because they've said before that with the nindy program like they'll throw support but they do want to try and encourage people to make the nintendo version interesting at least for the short term um yeah. they've done that to other games so in some of them it's been like adding nintendo content and stuff like that um yeah if this was the okay, we'll we'll help you bring it to Switch, but could you give us the multiplayer for a month? You know, I mean, eventually yeah. the multiplayer is going to come everywhere, but yeah, you know, it would not surprise me if Nintendo, you know, sweetened the deal a little bit in some way. Yeah. Okay. What else? So as we talked about it, um, uh, October and officially being able to celebrate Halloween. Uh, Overwatch is once again celebrating Halloween. They did this last year. Um, Steve says that it's basically the same as last year. I mean, more or less. Yes. More or okay. less. Same um, it's a, a year of polish. Um, well, yeah, I mean, last year they did a PvE event that was basically a horde mode, um, where you played as four characters, Anna, Hanzo, uh, Soldier 76, and, um, uh, the Western guy. Um, I forget his name. I never played. <laughs> I did, played see, him. I did see cosplay of him at um 
McCree. at Khan, but but a girl was cosplaying. That's fine. As him. That's I fine. That I have awesome. seen more than one uh, gender swapped cosplay of hell. We've, I mean, at this point, given enough conventions, you'll see gender swapped cosplay of every character. But yeah. I've seen him, McCree. I have definitely seen uh, a lot of gender swapped cosplay of him, and that's fine. A lot of Pierce of IGN uh, did a did one, and it was actually on the IGN show that was on Disney XD. She like talked about it a bunch, which was kind of neat. Um, yeah. So it's those four characters you choose. Everybody has to choose one of them. Um, go, get get good on your quick draw, folks, or you're stuck playing Hanzo or Anna. Just saying, get good <laughs> on picking your character fast. Um, and there, you know, you win, you get points, you earn skins, and the skins are Halloween themed. Um, some of them are awesome, um, and some of them not so much. It's just the way that it normally works. Um, yeah. So, but it's it's a fun event. Um, I'm glad that they are bringing the same events back rather than spending a lot of development time trying to create new ones, um, mm. because they don't need that. Um, you know, just let us play the same PVE event for two or three years and then mix it up and make that a big deal because they're only up for three weeks and you know, like Lucio ball during the, during the summer, like that's fine. So, yeah. Um, and I, and that gives me hope that they'll do the Chinese new year again because I missed that last time. So I'm hoping to do that because some of my favorite skins in the game are for that. So Uh, yeah, pretty excited. All right, cool. So, it's called the Halloween Terror Event, and it is going to start on October 10th, and will run through November 2nd. Let's see what else we're going on. Happy almost birthday to me. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I, I forgot when your birthday was. November 1st, um, All Saints Day. <laughs> it's appropriate. That's ironic. <laughs> wow, that was, that was kind of oh, snotty there, Nicole. <laughs> It's so perfect. Ironic, like at the same time. Yeah. Oh man. Meanwhile, Regina just gave me side eye. Like, <laughs> like I was, like I was a student of hers, and I walked into class in like a Hawaiian shirt and like, and like some kombucha, and said, "I need to stand over here and stretch every once in a while during class. I hope you don't mind." And then she's just like, "Fine." That's like what she. That's what she just did. I do have all that of that. Work. That that one look, y'all don't trust I do, me. I know you have that one. I look. do have that look. <laughs> I had it before I was a teacher, though. But yeah. I, I definitely refined it. You know who else has a look like that? Uh, Marsha Morgan, uh, the, the mommy oh. gamer. Um, I was I was chatting with her on one of her Twitch streams. By the way, shout uh-huh. out to the mommy gamer on uh, it's Jack's Box Chicks on uh, yeah. the Twitch. Um, I made what could be considered an inappropriate comment um, because I don't know if you've ever watched any of her streams. Like, it's just constantly dirty jokes. And I made what could be considered an appropriate joke and realized that she and I don't know each other like that. And so she gave me a look that bored a hole through the entirety of the Internet and came to me to the point where a week later I apologized to her. And she was like, oh, I don't even remember what you said. It's cool. And I was like, it's taken me like a week and a half to build up the courage to apologize to you. And you don't even remember? So, yeah, but she has a look. She just like tilted her head towards the camera and was and and murdered me with her eyes. It was pretty funny. (laughs) So now I don't make those jokes on her stream. She's great. Right. We should have her on the show. She's looking to be on other podcasts. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to be her. I wrote for the mommy gamers. I know you did. Um, So let's see. Next. 
uh, story here. Turtle Rock Studios. Turtle Rock is the developer who made Left 4 Dead and Evolve. Their next game is very confusing to me, but it's a it's a turn based fantasy role playing game uh, in VR. Um, so Dude. like. Dudes, why you gotta be so extra? Can't you just, I mean, that's what the kids these days say. But that why you gotta be say. so? Why you gotta be so extra? Um, like, come, finish your story, and then I'll I'll vent about how stupid this yes. is. No, I was like, I was like reading the story, and I'm like, wait, what? What? These are the people who made these crazy first person like scary monster horror things. And now you're making a turn-based fantasy role-playing game, like for virtual reality. <laughs> yeah, I mean they've they've done virtual reality stuff before, and mm-hmm. I mean you know, being a first-person developer, I I would think that they understand virtual reality, you mm-hmm. know, pretty well. So that's not the that's not the um <laughs> the Gosh. shocking part. The shocking but- part to me was the fantasy turn-based role-playing game, which uh yeah, yeah. kind of weird. So. <laughs> Let me unpack this. <laughs> All right. So they made Left 4 Dead, which is regarded as... I've never played it. It's not like zombies. Duh. Um, but it is regarded as one of the best cooperative gaming experiences in the history of gaming. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. like Dungeons & Dragons, Left 4 Dead. Like, it's one of those things for some people. Like, legitimately. Um, yeah. They took a break from their immensely popular Left 4 Dead series to go take a break and do this 1v4 thing back when it was, like, super hot, and obviously it failed. Yeah. Like, it failed bigger than the giant alien thing they brought to PAX East. Like, <laughs> it just failed. Um, why, uh, Turtle Rock, why you no make Left 4 Dead? Like, right. um... This is what I'm hoping. My hope is that this is like a small experimental project that they've just been working on for the last year as like mm-hmm. an experience, just a cool like board game concept they decided to put in VR, not a lot yeah. of effort or money and development cost, so that then they can be like, all right, we're going to do this so that we can make a little bit of money from the VR community because the thing about VR is generally people who buy VR, who own VR, buy VR stuff. The attach rate is very high. Maybe they're hoping that this will give them a little bit of seed funding and some continuous income um, while they make a real freaking video game. Like, again, why you got to be so extra? Just make Left 4 Dead. (laughs) And if you don't own the IP Left 4 Dead, because I'm pretty sure Valve owns that, guess what you do? Be like, Left 4 Dead Zors or something. Just make, like, (laughs) that game, but just not that game. Like... I mean, it's not this, it's really not that hard, and they haven't been making a zombie game for a long time, so it's not like they can even say that it's, I know it's, talk is cheap coming from some jerk on the internet like me, right? Like, so, I can't get mad at other people, but it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, this just seems like they're trying too hard, unless they're not trying too hard, and they're pulling the old Zach Morris, you know what I mean? They're just not trying at all, and it's like a cool play. Yeah. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. This just feels weird to me. Yeah. If somebody that's listening to this works for Total Rock, tweet at me. Tell me why you got to be so extra. That's it. That's the last <laughs> time I'm going to use that phrase ever. <laughs> why you got to oh. be so extra, Janet? Man, 
I mean, VR... <laughs> VR to me is bad enough, but I can't even imagine playing Left 4 Dead. I, I played it for the first time already last or in, at Hascon, did I tell you? No. I finally played VR. Uh, I played VR chess. Oh. And <laughs> okay. it was it was interesting. Um, so what, I mean, what is the big deal about VR chess? You just, I don't know. You understand. can see the table and you can look around the table and you can pick up the pieces and look underneath them and you can like look at the angles and like you could see it, it, it was interesting. <laughs> so basically, there's people who own, who have enough money to own a VR thing, but don't have enough money to buy a physical chessboard. Right. Well, is that yeah. basically to be fair, the advantage of this is that you could play it multiplayer with your friends, oh, and okay, and kind of use VR as a means to kind of physically inhabit the same virtual space, which is something that really hasn't been studied a lot. But I could absolutely imagine that a virtual reality chat room type thing would be yeah. way more interesting than just IRC or Skype. Because right now, the three of us are just on Skype, kind of yeah. inhabiting different windows. But if we were in Hobbit, inha- but I mean, For at least Hobbiton, Regina and I, <laughs> sure, Hobbiton. In, I, I was trying to say inhabiting, but sure, if we were in Hobbiton, <laughs> right? If we were in Hobbiton and we were. In VR, kind of, I mean, Regina and I both know, I mean, it, it, because we played World of Warcraft, like, yeah. a chat room is different when your two avatars are physically in the same space. It's just always different, seeing your night elf friend flipping around like a crazy jerk, and, you know, like, <laughs> tell me that that's not what... Dancing just, like Michael Jackson. Dancing like Michael Jackson, <laughs> like, doing stupid stuff like that, like, that changes the experience. I can't imagine the VR would enhance that slightly more. And I would love to play chess with somebody that lived across the world. Yeah. And while, yeah, I can technically do that, like, on a phone, it's different. It's different. Yeah. Um. Also, it had the Dungeons & Dragons license, so it was okay. That's why it was at Hascon. Oh, okay. So the bishops were beholders. It was kind of cool. I killed, the, <laughs> I killed the hell out of those things. <laughs> <laughs> I got no XP, though. I asked the this- developer... I asked the developer how much XP I got for killing the beholder, and she was like, "Dude, just just, just play chess." And I was like, oh. <laughs> "She's like, don't make jokes. You're not funny here." <laughs> I want to know. Fair, I mean, this you you can't flip the you can't flip it you in can't virtual flip reality. The Can you flip so, a thing like? All right, so I, I asked. Uh, did you? I okay, asked, good. and the lead developer was there, and he said that it is on the list of things that he wants good. to add. All right. That one of the <laughs> options to concede is to just grab the edge of the table and flip it. Flip but he it. said, and I quote, "And but you would be surprised the amount of work that would go into that. Yeah. And that's true, well, yeah, because right now but... the, the pieces don't have physics for falling off the table. Right. So yeah. he'd have to yeah. invent physics for that. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, can't you just rent physics? Like somebody, and he's like, no, that's not how that works, dude. I'm like, all right, rent the physics. And then I made the joke. I'm like, well, I mean, God, it would probably take you like one week to add multiplayer to this game, just like in No Man's Sky. And he laughed, so that was good. He knew what he he understood the joke I was making. Oh, okay. I was just gonna say he understood you were joking, right? Oh no, he and I were talking the whole time. I was talking. The the one of the first things I say to any developer is game making games is really hard. I'm bad at it. That's why I'm a critic. <laughs> why did you make this game? I ask every game developer the same question. Why did you yeah. make this game? Because you could make infinity of everything. Why did you make this? Because I'm always fascinated as to why they made the thing that they are making. Sometimes it's because they were told to. 
But other times, it's like, especially when you're talking to indie creators, they're usually, they have like a pretty good explanation. In this case, the reason yeah. he did it is because he was told to. Uh, and I respect yeah. that. You gotta have yeah. a job. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, this is game game related on two fronts, actually. Uh, so, there's a mobile game called Game of Thrones Conquest, which is coming. It is coming on October 19th. Regina and I both <laughs> pre-registered yeah. for this thing. So, um, But it says you're going to be... I, I don't know. Nerds. I'm still... I yeah Nerd. I'm still a oh, little no. skeptical little skeptical I'm worried that it is going to be one of those you know really crappy uh free play Oh I can um, I can RTS guarantee I can things. guarantee you that's what this is going to be well, This is going to be hope. But here's the thing um I think you'll play it anyway You think so? Yep I think you'll play it anyway uh, well, it says something on here. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. It says Forge Alliances. So that could be, I think, really interesting if you're doing it with actual other players. And also because most I've of these got games have guilds already. I've <laughs> got an alliance already right out of the back. <laughs> yep. Didn't, didn't Isabella sign up for it too? I think she I think did. She yeah. Did. Yeah. So we've got, <laughs> we've got a three house alliance yep. already. Yep. So. We're already ready to go. So that's coming on October 19th. I'm sure we'll have. Uh, plenty of things to say about it after it comes out. Tweet uh, at Nicole at, at Nicole and Regina if you're getting the game and want to join their yeah. clan. Yes, I yes, mean, duh. For sure. This is this is you have a platform. You're supposed to take advantage of it, right? <laughs> so you can have more than three people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to make like a lot of promises because if it is one of those crappy RTS games, I would probably abandon it fairly quickly. So I don't want to let like a ton of people down. Um, so yeah, but right. if it ends up being cool, then, then yeah. definitely we'll do that. Um, okay. So Final Fantasy 15's, uh, update, uh, apparently changes or doesn't change the story, but it sort of kills a fan theory. Uh, I'm looking at the Polygon article. I read through this thing. It means absolutely nothing to me. But the funny thing is, is my husband's like, what? Like he saw the headline and he's like, what? Like, you know, what is that? He's like, but don't, you know, tell me what it is, but don't tell me what it is, basically. And I'm like, I, I can, I, I don't know how to complete this task. So. You have to be a little so more specific. I, him, I know the first Yeah, but that was pretty of, specific, the, but I don't think it's possible. Yeah. So. Yeah. I read him the first paragraph of this Polygon article because it has spoiler warning after the first paragraph. Um, That's smart. Because he thought there was something very specific that he thought that they were going to change. And I don't know if that was going to be a good thing or a bad thing, but it was something very specific. And by reading this first paragraph, it became clear that um, that this wasn't what, what he was worried about. Mm. Um, so besides this um, extra story stuff, obviously bug, fix, bug fixes and more fish. Hooray! <laughs> Anna loves... The Anna fishing loves game fish. is a big deal, the man. Fish. That fishing game is a big deal. So big of a deal that they made a VR game out of VR. it. So Exactly, yeah. Yeah, um... Alexa was talking about that. Alexa Correa uh, at the What Good Games um, panel at PAX uh, was was very funny because um, wait, you went to that to their panel? Yeah, you didn't tell me. Oh, I'm sorry. I got to show my support. Christine, Christine was on Girl Fight with me, and you know, wait, Christine Steimer was on Girl Fight with you? Yes, yes. That's the Christine you've been talking about because you never said her last name. You just said Christine. Never oh, mind. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. Wow, I'm pretty stupid. I, I listen. I, <laughs> I'm 
I am a Patreon. Is that what is? What do you call a pat? I'm a patron. I don't think patron, patron is the right word. I'm a Patreon supporter of what you games. Okay. I give them money. Yeah. I love all of them in a yeah. not creepy way. That sounds weird. I love all of them in a respectful way. <laughs> what am I allowed to say, Regina? I Explain love to me the how- content they produce. I love the content they produce. And they're super positive, which is something I'm not sometimes. So, yeah. like, they learn me some things. Yeah. I could totally give you a hard time for not knowing who was on Girl Fight. Like, you just proved to me that you've never listened to Girl Fight. Why would I have listened to Girl Fight? That podcast was eight years ago. <laughs> Do you want? And you've yeah. never asked me to. Do you want me to go back and listen to Girl Fight? No, no, no I'm not going to ask you to do anything like oh, that. Oh gosh, just you, that was hashtag oh. the most passive aggressive thing she's ever said to me. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you to go back and listen to any episodes of Girl Fight, but I'm going to well, give you shit for not having done so on, of your own volition. She's giving you the look. Like no, that like, was. We had this. Wow. We had this before. Like a person like comes up and. Like, <sighs> You know, Steve's thing that I know everybody, which is not true, but like it's for pretty most close times, to true. Like, you know, you know how many of the people on that panel on a first name basis? Uh, actually, just Christine. I mean, I know of these other people, never actually met them. Um, uh, but yeah, but when who the, it happened with Jessica Chobot too, you were like so like shocked that she was on the Girl Fight podcast with me. So this is the second time now. Um, let me just start this now because she's a huge JRPG fan. Do you read any of Megan Sullivan's things on IGN? Yes. Okay. I, Megan was on the Girl Fight podcast too. I know that. That one I knew. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Uh, anybody else on the Girl Fight podcast? Well, Dana Jungle Ward, but she left games after uh, after she left IGN. I think she's a stay at home mom now. Um, but anyhow, so yeah, she's the only one, other one. So um, anyhow, so what were we talking? We we're talking Final Fantasy fifteen stuff. Right. Sorry uh, if it spoils anything for you, but I didn't know what to say. Apparently, like I said, reading that first paragraph was um, acceptable for my husband, who wanted to know what was going on and also did not want to be spoiled at the same time. <laughs> I mean, I guess that makes sense. But he did make at him. he did make like, you he did make you tread a very careful line. Yes. <laughs> like, whew, that's tough. Yeah. Um, okay. So Destiny Two, Destiny Two, man, uh, they Bungie's been all over like events and stuff right out the gate with this. So um, they had their first faction rally. Yep. Um, and the winner of that was Dead Orbit. Of course, it was. So since that. Oh, okay. I don't know anything about Now, everybody on the internet was freaking out about Dead Orbit. Like, the 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 average podcast topic about this was, and here's why we cho- and and this is why you chose Dead Orbit, or stuff like that. It was like, oh. you chose Dead Orbit, and there's no other option. I mean, Dead Orbit looked like the lead singer from, like, My Chemical Romance or something. Like, he, he just looked like that dude. Um, <laughs> I chose Dead Orbit, too. I don't know. There was a cool gun. I really didn't play enough. I uh, have sworn off Destiny until my holiday gift guide is published. I got sick this weekend, so I didn't really work on it. So I'm not um, playing Destiny until that is done. Or okay. Overwatch. Okay. So um, so Priorities. we don't know when the next Faction Rally event will be, but since it's over now, you can go and buy the legendary scout rifle called Haunted Earth, which is 50,000 Glimmer, whatever the heck that means. Unless it's, you were in a part of Dead Orbit, in which case it costs only a thousand. That's a big discount. <laughs> um, fifty thousand glimmer is half of the maximum amount that you can have. 
Because oh, the wow. glimmer cap is 99,999. Um, it's not that hard one. to get that cap, though, if you, like, actually okay. play the game. Because um, okay. every time you get a piece of gear that you don't keep, you dismantle it and you get glimmer for it. So it's not impossible oh, to get okay. that. People who have been playing regularly should have had it, unless they were, like, spending it on, like, shaders. So, like... People should have that, but it is a healthy discount for those that were part of Dead Horbit. I will yeah. go do that, by the way. I will be doing that as yeah. soon as we are done. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, so, again, we don't know when um, when the next one is going to be, but uh, Bungie has said that the next one will take place in the near future, quote-unquote. It's a great way to keep but people engaged. It is. Yeah, I mean, it sounds awesome. I mean, Destiny 2 is just not... Something that I'm interested in. Also, it would probably kill you, literally. (laughs) Because it's a first-person shooter. Like, you would just puke for, like, four hours at a time. Right, yeah. Um... I I love you, and I don't want you to be hurt. That's all. (laughs) Don't want you to suffer. Yeah. It's not that good. Destiny 2 is good. It's not puke for hours good. It's just not that. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, I can't play much of... Anything right now, my my TV is broken. It's a totally first first world problems, but our TV <laughs> broke yesterday. Oh. Um, we just um, started to watch Westworld. Like I've wanted to watch it forever, and Isaac's like, "Yeah, we should watch that." And but he doesn't like to watch series until he can like binge watch all of them. And I'm like, "Look, we have Anna now. We cannot just binge watch series like we used to do." So I made him start. We're doing like one episode at a time. We watched. Uh, the first episode on Sunday, yesterday, my uh, Isaac was home from work, so we went downstairs our rec room, pop on the TV to watch another episode, and the TV's kaput. Oh. So we're like, yeah, oh. that's good. We ended up watching it in his office, but I was sitting on a folding chair, which was not great. Um, and the other thing, too, is that um, anybody who knows my husband, which I don't know if you're listening to this, if you know him or not, he has to have the top of the line anything when it comes to technology anything yeah i literally mean dishwashers washing machines refrigerators tvs obviously so i don't even know when we're getting a new tv it just depends on how long it's going to take him to figure out what he wants um and we had been holding off because there was i i keep asking him because i keep forgetting there is some new (laughs) technology that's probably going to come in like the next year or so that he wanted to have that in the tv which is why i've been holding off getting a new one because we've had this one for a while um but yeah Probably gonna have to sacrifice that. Like he came to me yesterday. He's like, I don't want to get a new. T-. He doesn't spend any time downstairs playing. He plays on um, the Xbox in his office. Uh, so he's like, Yeah, I don't want to get a new TV. And I'm like, Are you kidding me? Like really? Um, I just, I, if I, I might present that. you a compromise, <laughs> okay, um, that might be satisfactory. Uh, I was just okay. at Walmart yesterday. Uh huh. And. Like a reasonably, I believe it was there's a 55 inch 4K television uh-huh. for four hundred dollars. Now, mm-hmm. okay, I yeah. offer you this potential solution: <laughs> buy that, <laughs> use that for the year that it will take for him to do his research and get this other TV. Yeah. Then sell that one on Craigslist for two hundred bucks. Yeah. And help use that to help pay for one. <laughs> 24th of the crazy ass television that he buys then look at me yeah. I'm, like, I'm like a problem and then you get to play video games on an actual television 
<laughs> and and the Xbox One X that I'm sure he's pre-ordered. Did he pre-order an Xbox One X? Because um, he wants the top of the line everything. Okay, so he's right, going to he get does. an Xbox One X. So you may as well get a 4K <laughs> TV so you can jam it in there. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually getting ready to recommend that to him because he's like, I was like, well, what, what if we go to Costco? He's like Costco. how expensive they were. And I'm like, what do you go to Costco? And maybe we can get one of those. And he's like, yeah, they don't have. They don't have the ones that. Yeah, are, but if you take know. it to Costco, if you get it at Costco and you want to use it for a year, you could return it, <laughs> <laughs> and they'll take it back. I mean, I wasn't gonna roll. I wasn't gonna roll there. I mean, but that's not wrong. A friend of mine returned a microwave that was like eight years old. So what? Yes. That's insane. I'm not lying. And they actually looked at her and said. You feel like you didn't get your use out of this? Really? <laughs> they took it back, but she's like, they took it back? Oh my god. So that's terrible. You know, and I mean I was I was gonna try to steer him in the direction of okay, we don't have to get a okay. really expensive right. one. Let's just get something that will right. work. So yeah. until all right, so for I'm I'm on the internet literally right now. A forty three inch okay. Vizio four K television. $356.68. Now, that may not be Isaac perfect, and I accept that. I am totally respectful of dudes and ladies that want the very best. But yeah. as a, I'm allowing my wife to play video games for a year while I research and find the absolute best thing, I think 356 is a pretty good, I mean, and ship, plus shipping. But, you, I mean, there's got to be a Walmart, and you can site to store that. Yeah. Free shipping. <laughs> okay. Um, if we shopped at Walmart, that would be, un- but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> oh, you don't shop at Walmart. Okay, hold on. No, we don't shop at Walmart. Mm-mm. No, 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 that's okay. You don't have to look up all these TVs for me. <laughs> that's fine. Um, I'm on Amazon. Do you shop on at Amazon? Of course we do. Amazon, you know Amazon's you just as bad as Walmart. Um, uh, we'll see. Um, anyhow, but the, on Amazon. Uh, the pricing is even better on Amazon, actually. Um, yeah. It's prime shipping. Oh, it's a little worse. Uh, but Prime, so you'll have it in yeah. two days. Three yeah. eighty nine ninety for an LG. There. Okay. I don't know if Isaac yeah. listens to this, but you could have that in your house by Saturday. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of Amazon, I didn't realize that they had done this. So they have the, I think it's called Flex, Amazon Flex, where like it's kind of like Uber, where you can sign up to do like shipping um, for Amazon uh, yeah. products to people. Um, I had no idea that this was a thing, and I was getting kind of freaked out of random dudes showing up at my house giving me Amazon boxes. I was like, what <laughs> What the hell? And then like, I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. But I was seriously like freaked out for like a couple days. I'm like, this is... Because it was the same dude a few times, too. I'm like, why isn't this a UPS truck? Because it's super cheaper to use that. Or, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we're prime, so it doesn't, you know, we don't play shipping for anything, but I'm sure you're right. It's cheaper because for we them. Don't pay shipping, it's cheaper, cheaper for them, yes. Um, so, but now that I know it's going on, I'm not so, um, not so now that you're not worried about, about now that you're not worried about, do you use Uber? I'm just curious. We do not use Uber, we use Lyft. Lyft. Okay, but, all right, well, it's fair, fair enough not using Uber. But right. I really, that was almost like asking, do you Google stuff? It's like, do you use, do you, 
you seen the meme on the internet, like 1996, don't, don't, strangers on the internet are dangerous, right. don't get in anyone's get car you don't car. know. And now it's yeah. like literally summon people from the internet, get in their car. Yeah, yeah. Car. yeah. Um, all right, that's fine. I can, un- I can understand not using Uber and using Lyft instead. Yeah. Um, I haven't used either, not because, but I live in a place where you can drive everywhere and have right. to. So there's no value well, to Isaac- it. Isaac uses it um, whenever he was going to the airport yeah. rather than having to drive our car there and park it and yep. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, uh, all right. So how are we doing on time here? Forget. I'm going to do one last story. So Legend of Zelda Encyclopedia is going to be coming next year from Dark Horse, which I'm sure everybody who's a Legend of Zelda fan will buy. Do you buy all these art books and whatnot, Stephen? Yep. Because I'm a slave. <laughs> I'm a slave. This isn't even so much. Let's let's be real. This isn't so much of an announcement as an invoice. <laughs> They're just sending me a bill. It's like it's go. like it's like Square announcing a new Final Are Fantasy you? thing. Well, yeah. I guess I'll. I guess I'll buy this thing too. Yeah, I mean, my son's <laughs> my oldest son is also like super into Zelda. Like, uh-huh. if he could get a tattoo, he'd get a Triforce tattoo right now. Like, he is into Zelda. So these yeah. are these are easy peasy purchases. Yeah. So it's a 320-page book that's going to have entries for enemies, items, potion, concept art, screen caps, maps, characters, language. Yeah. It doesn't more. hurt that it's kind of cool. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's not like this is a pile of garbage. Like, it's yeah, no, it's, it's pretty neat gorgeous. looking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can pre-order it. It's coming out on April 24th, 2018. For 40 bucks, you can pre-order it now at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Yep, might have already done it. <laughs> might have already done just it. Maybe. maybe and by maybe. might have i mean really people and it's really already, already it's already it. pre-ordered yep yeah, right. but the only two pre-orders right. i have are that and okami hd that's it i've cleaned out my pre-order queue i'm pretty good i'm pretty happy <laughs> my pre-order queue is really obnoxious <laughs> really? yeah um i use it as my kind of like a reminder and then oh, it's okay. just really bad when you forget to cancel it when you don't have a lot of money because yeah. things show up at your house and then you have no money <laughs> and you look like a real jerk. So I'm, I'm stopping well, that. Why don't you put things in a wish list? Instead well, you don't get that's, for- that's what I do now. That's what I do now oh. <laughs> for the longest okay. time. I was like, Oh, I'm just going to pre-order it because then I don't have to think about it. And if, you know, then I get, then I don't run the risk of losing it. And it's just yeah. stupid. It, I will fully admit that it's stupid, but one too many times is the thing that I meant to cancel not been canceled and shown up and my wife been like hey um i'm gonna change the password to our amazon again i'm like well (laughs) (laughs) my wife is a saint in case you didn't know she's a saint she's pretty awesome yeah Yeah. and i only know her i only know her through facebook and if i say she's pretty awesome and i only know her through facebook that means yeah Yeah. you guys should have her on here one day instead of me I think that would be kind of funny, actually. That would be funny. <laughs> we should want, sometime next year, we should do a podcast where it's just our spouses and let them run it. No? <laughs> I'd be curious to see how what kind of a mess that would be. Oh, my God. Regina's husband, no pants, and my wife just losing her damn mind. Chris is not terribly um, talkative. <laughs> It'd be fine. Like, He'd be kind of quiet. Well, I mean, he's a work-at-home coder. I mean, what does he expect? Yeah. Like, what do we really expect? I'll give you an example. 
Well, you guys can see where I'm sitting, right? This is his desk. Yes. Like, we literally sat all day today this far away uh-huh. from each other. And he didn't speak to me until I stood up to leave to go get my daughter from school at 3.15. <laughs> wow. So literally this far away and hadn't actually spoken to me. So, wow. yeah, he would be, yeah, he'd make an interesting. That'd be fine. That'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, well, well Isaac Coast. Because um, he, yeah. he has enough He's social a- battery for that for a little while um, at least. Yeah, a podcast would be one thing. Um, they were, um, uh, last week, I shared on Facebook, I don't know if anybody saw it, they were live streaming because um, the latest um, expansion for Halo Wars 2 came out. So they were live streaming the devs um, playing. Uh, and so Isaac was part of that. But, you know, staggered throughout the, the streaming of the gameplay, there were interviews <coughs> with the devs. So Isaac was one of the guys who got interviewed. He did really, really well. Um on his interview, I don't want to say that he ever does bad, but I, I was actually surprised at how well he did. Um, and then it was funny to watch um, his his teammates. So it was him and the, um, I want to say the designer or the producer on his team versus the associate producer and producer slash designer. Um, I forget who has what titles. But um, the last time they they streamed, which was like a few weeks ago. They played um, two games, and each of the teams won one game. And then they played sort of the tiebreaker on this last stream, and and Isaac's team won that, which was pretty cool. And he was also like, you know, for the first game, at least this is according to him, was that like they thought he thought that they were going to try to, you know, they would play, but they would kind of play in a way that would just show off like the map and all the other kind of stuff that you could do. But, like, the other team was, like, super aggro, like, right out of the gate and just totally killed them. And so Isaac and his uh, and his teammate were like, oh, okay, that's how it's going to be. And so then they did the same, they did the exact same thing to them. And then the last game I, I watched on the stream, and it took a while, but um, but Isaac's team won again, which was cool. So I don't know. I don't know how we do Well, I know for a fact that Isaac is pretty good at that game. Well, I would hope so yes. <laughs> because because he no because he he, he I did exactly yeah. what he told me to do yeah. and was and was successful so obviously he knew what was going on not so good with the keyboard controls though yeah. I learned that right yeah yeah well yeah not his jam no yeah um okay yeah all right so <laughs> <laughs> so um so I think that's the news so let's move on into what we're playing um I was at GeekerCon all weekend so I didn't play a lot. Um, played some Hearthstone, uh, season ended. I did really poorly this season. Uh, I did make it to 20. I mean, I, I, I don't even remember how high I made it. It, it gives you, when you, when the season closes, it tells you what, what rank you were at the end of the season, not the highest rank you had gotten. It does? Um, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't know the high, you have to remember oh. the highest rank you got. Um, so, so yeah, it had me labeled at 20, uh, and it, this, it, I'm sure that that wasn't a mistake because this happens every time. It had me at 20. I know I got a little bit higher than that. So so I got the card back. I got some dust. I got some gold. Um, new season's out now. I played a couple games uh, this morning. I had a quest for Hunter, so I've been playing that. Um, did fairly well this morning. Won like three games in a row. Um, and then what else? Uh, I played more Cooking Dash, as always. Um, I was going to play more Witcher 3. But hence our TV issue. <laughs> I cannot do that. Um, I gave I you did, a solution. Uh, 
I know, I know. Thank you for that, Stephen. Um, I did download. I haven't played it yet, but I downloaded um, Planet Coaster. Coaster. Planet Coaster. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, I download because you know it's taking a long time to download. So I downloaded that today or let it go on today. Um, but Anna and Isaac have been playing that as well, and she's just loving that because you know after being to Disneyland, she's like amusement parks are awesome. So she <laughs> loves designing her own amusement. And Isaac showed me sort of the amusement park that she designed. It's like <laughs> it's funny because she's got like um, the the like vendors that she has there, like not like normal, like, you know, hamburger hot dog vendors. There's a Slurpee vendor. There's an ice cream vendor. <laughs> there's some other type of sweets vendor. Uh, but yeah, no, no regular food. Um, and then she also like designed a roller. He helped her and she picked the design for this roller coaster. He built it. But it is like so crazy intense that none of, none of the people that come to the park will ride it. Um, no. <laughs> which is really funny. Yeah. But the, it does the first person mode, you know, where you can. So, so he put it in first person mode for me. Believe it or not, it did not make me sick, um, which is, yeah, which is promising for me because I was worried that my roller coaster riding days were completely over. Yeah. And the next time I go visit my sister, I have to go to Cedar Point. Anybody who lives in the Midwest knows what Cedar Point is. Um, but anyhow, so he put me on first person on this this roller coaster thing and. It has this drop that goes straight into the ground. It's like it's a really steep drop too. It's got to be like eighty an eighty percent angle uh, or eighty degree angle. It's just insane. Uh, so yeah, and so when she uh, when she got built got done building it, she went to my husband. She's like, everyone's gonna want to ride this, and then he's like, yeah, no, honey, no one wants to ride this. So, anyhow. So they're having fun with that. I loved Roller Coaster Tycoon. I can't wait to, to jump in and play it now that it has finished downloading. Uh, okay, so that's me. Regina, what have you been playing? I have also been playing Hearthstone. Um, I've been logging in pretty much every day, um, doing some like longer quests, which have been nice that have been popping up. I mean, it was almost always just like 20 or 30 gold you could get from like winning one or two games, you know? So I had yeah, like yeah. one that was to play 50 Murlocs and... Um, I didn't actually have a Murloc build, so I went in and made one, which was cool. And I also built, yeah. at the same time, built that into a rogue deck, which I'd never played before. I didn't even have the basic cards for it. So huh. um, so I've been playing the rogue. The Mur the uh, the one that works for the Murloc one really easy is the Shaman quest, the Unite the Murlocs quest. I don't so have any quest cards. All... Like, I don't think I have oh, any don't. of them. And I've noticed a bunch of people playing them. I was going to ask you that question, if that's from the, like, recent expansion or if that's from that's, like one before, it's from it's from Ungaro. Okay, uh, yeah. So the one before this one, yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know if you were playing. I mean, I know you said you hadn't logged in, but I thought they gave at least one of those to everybody um, when that expansion launched. But maybe not. Yeah, um, I know. I don't yeah. have all of them either. I have the I have the Murloc one and the um, the priest one. Just recently, I got the hunter one, but I haven't been playing it at all. Yeah, um, but the new thing in Frozen Throne is the the um the, the, the dark version. The, yeah, the the, the lich that, the lich versions yeah. is what I think yeah. they're calling them. So yeah, yeah, I love those. I have the one for the mage, and that's like one, my favorite move when I can pull it. And I know I totally got somebody because I was down to less than half my life when that <laughs> popped up, and I was like, done. <laughs> 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 Don't enjoy it when I'm playing somebody else and they have it for theirs and they do the same thing to me. Right. But you know, say lovey. 
Um, exactly. So, yeah, so I was doing that. Um, I did have some time over the weekend to play some board games, which was great. Um, but as Stephen mentioned at the start of the show, at least <laughs> we set up on Sunday to play, and my friends are in kind of this ordeal trying to sell their house. And so the first, like, hour was literally catching up on all the drama of their house sales. Also, Chris wasn't here to you know, strong arm us into we're playing this game and setting it up even while you guys chat about other things. Um, yeah. So we got to play some Last Will and some Quirkle this weekend and a little bit of Ticket to Ride. So hmm. cool. Yeah. Good choices. I thought so. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Steven? Um, so I played uh, trying to think. What have we done since last Wednesday? So I played some Hob. Did I talk about Hob last week? Mm-mm. So I played Hob, H-O-B, is by Runic Games. It's the people that made um, Torchlight and Torchlight 2, the Diablo clones. Mm-hmm. Um, Hob is very much not either of those things. Uh, it's more, I would say, more Zelda-like than anything else. Um, you play as mm-hmm. a dude or a lady. I'm not really sure. It's super ambiguous. Um <laughs> On a planet that lives on the edge of uh, technology and uh, biology, kind of fighting each other. Um, and that particular uh, combat between the two things really kind of flows through both the aesthetic and the gameplay. Um, it's basically you're kind of clearing stuff out. Uh, it's really neat, really cool. Uh, the big gameplay mechanic is that you have a giant robot arm. Because a giant okay. robot gave you its arm because you had your arm cut off, basically. Um, <laughs> okay. It's, uh, it's real cool. It's like 20 bucks. It's on PS4, Xbox One, and Steam. Um, it's really good. Um, Marsha Morgan streamed it today. So if you look at her, if you follow her, go watch her Twitch channel today. Uh, it's archived and it'll give you an idea what it, the play gameplay is like. Um, it is a little violent and bloody, <laughs> but you can turn it off. Um, cause I found that out because I was actually about to turn the game off in rage and tweet at runic games. And I thought to myself, you know, the one time I do that is the one time I don't check to see if they have a gore filter and guess what they did. And <laughs> when you turn off the gore, uh, when you die, you turn into a little blue light and oh. it makes the game that oh. much better. Um, I like that. And I also got an SNES classic on Friday. Right. Um, right. So we didn't talk about that. So how, uh, how was the availability? Um, okay, so... Oh, wait, wasn't there, there a were... bet? Wait, there was a bet, yes? So, um, there, well, the, it wasn't really so much of a bet. It wasn't uh, because, a bet, yeah. Because it was not an official bet. I just, I just said, want Nicole to make you play some awful game again. Yeah, never gonna do that yeah, again, no. because Nicole <laughs> yeah, is it's not gonna happen. evil. <laughs> she is an evil, evil human being. Um, so, at GameStops, it appears, were not given a huge supply. However, Best Buy and Walmart and Target um, had walk-in availability, um, for part of the morning. So I think it was, it's probably halfway between what you said and what I said. Um, I know Mm -hmm. that there are a fair number of people who went out and like, if you were relying on the internet to get it, you didn't get it because Amazon was being a a butt. But I know (laughs) tons of people that went and stood in line at Best Buy and Walmart and got one. Okay. So, um, there were definitely more there. Um, and, you know, so, but not as many as I thought that there would have been. Um, I think my GameStop had 11 above and beyond pre orders. Mm. Um, and th- those were obviously gone within seconds of the store right. opening. Mm-hmm. But yeah. one would expect that would have been the case, even if they had 25. Uh, yeah. but, you know, at 
Walmart's and Best Buy's and Targets. They, you know, there was a information uh, reported on uh, the what's on uh, the uh, kind of funny games daily um, that somebody tweeted at or emailed over to Andrew Renee that they worked at a Best Buy and they had like 160 of them. Oh wow! So um, it sounds like Nintendo did the thing that they said they would, which is that they had a lot more. Um, if yeah. they continue that, then I think it should be fine. Um, but their president straight up said, don't pay scalpers. And yeah. I, I don't think that it would have been fair to encourage him to do that if they weren't really taking some kind of effort to send it out. So I, I'm, I am hopefully optimistic. Um, okay. it's also a pretty wacky, cool device. Um, I played okay. a lot. My kids like it. The most common, I tweeted this out, the most common phrase in my house this weekend is, man, dad, these old games are hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, nice. This is one of the first things that booted up with Super Ghouls and Ghosts. I mean, come on, guys. Oh, like, okay. yeah. the hell is wrong with you? Um, they were very <laughs> amused by uh, by Mario Kart. Oh. Um, okay. Because they did not, the Mode 7 thing, they were like, this is so weird, dad. Why are the only things that are standing up the pipes? And it's like, well. This is how we, this is, this was like, when this came out, this was like the shit. Like this was st- like at, when all these games came out, they were state of the art and my kids are like, whoa. So it was an interesting experience. Um, I loved it. Uh, I was sick on Monday, so I stayed home and I played Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars because I've never played that one. And um, it's okay. Okay. It's a game. <laughs> I did not play Cuphead oh. yet. Um, I'm disappointed in oh, myself. Oh, okay. Um, I, yeah. I, I had to choose with my dollars, and I chose an SNES Classic. Oh, yeah. Cuphead will be there for me later. I I have the full support from the general on it. It's just a matter of, you know, not spending all of our money. We have to eat. There's that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. Detail. Detail. Yeah. It's... yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's it. All right. Um, okay, well, I think that's going to wrap it up. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions or any other feedback, you can send an email to gamingwiththemoms at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at gamingwithmoms. Regina, as mentioned at the top of the show, is from the Geek Embassy. Um, what's the Geek Embassy doing now, Regina? Is it Star Trek thing? <laughs> Star Trek doing? Discovery. Yes. Yeah, we're running a series yeah. on Star Trek Discovery. We're recording every two episodes. So we have the episode for the first two up, and the next two will be in two weeks. Uh, this Nerds. Week, Nerds, big nerds, um, who have to pay a premium price for a special streaming service just to watch Star Trek. Don't give me. Yeah, I mean, my husband told it's six bucks. It. My husband told me he signed up. I was like, it's six bucks right. with commercials. It's six bucks. <laughs> it's ten it's without bucks. commercials. Because <laughs> I'm okay, a snob so... and I don't want to pay for commercials, which still pisses me <laughs> off. Because even so, not for Discovery, but I watch another show on CBS that I caught up on called Life in Pieces. And Life in Pieces, even when you pay the premium for no commercials, still shows you CBS content commercials. Oh wow. Seriously, not happy about that part. But I was like, okay, great. And in addition to that, I thought, oh, I'll be able to catch up on old episodes of Big Bang Theory, which I kind of lost the thread of Uh a couple of seasons ago. Yeah, no back seasons are available of Big Bang Theory on the CBS access. That doesn't make any sense. They are really like just shooting themselves in the foot because I tell you, as soon as Discovery's over, I'm going bye-bye. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's real dumb. (laughs) 
It's super dumb. They like the choices they've made have just been really not great. I might actually write an article about that to just be like, hey, I paid for this, but I'm not sticking around. Um, But total sidebar. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But we are this week running an episode of um, The Geek Embassy Reads, and we're we're reading the first um, book in the Dresden Files by um, Butcher. What's his first name? Jim. Jim Butcher. Yes. Um, Funny story, Jim Booker, Jim Butcher used to play Nero, which is an offshoot of a lot, which of which Alliance is an Mm -hmm. offshoot of. Yes. Jim Butcher dresses up like an elf in the woods. Yeah. Maybe not an elf. Yeah. So that's what we have going on at the Geek Embassy. Discovery and dresses (laughs) well. All right, Stephen, what's going on at Gage Family Gaming? Um, I'm sick a lot. But other than that, um, we have our podcast is still going strong with a bunch of interviews, including an interview with the Undead Viking coming very soon. For those people that play that are on board game Twitter, you will know that that the Undead Viking is like the guy to re- interview to review your various Kickstarter games. So that was an interesting experience. He's also the chief uh, Viking pillager for Tasty Minstrel Games. Um, so that was an interesting little experience. Um, our holiday gift guide was supposed to go up October 1st, but my whole family got sick, so please forgive me, but it will be up by the end of the week at the absolute freaking latest if I have to kill myself, um, because I need to give people tips on what games to buy. Right. Also, crazy giveaway, still happening. Confirmed we're going to cool. do a Switch again. Nice. 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 Awesome. So if you were curious, and probably an SNES Classic. Cool. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back with you next week. Bye.